Good morning, and welcome to Morning Prayers. At this time, I would invite you to stand as you are able and join in the responsive reading of Psalm 23. You can find it on page 12 in your Black Appleton Psalter. <laughs> The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in straight paths for his name's sake. Yea, Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou hast anointed my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Ooh. 
excuse my back. <laughs> Thank you all for coming this morning. The reading this morning is by Jane Kenyon, the poet, who wrote Mosaic of the Nativity, Serbia, Winter, 1993. On the dome ceiling, God is thinking, I made them my joy, and everything else I created, I made to bless them. But see what they do? I know their hearts and arguments. We're descended from Cain. Evil is nothing new. So what does it matter now if we shell the infirmary and the well where the fearful and rash alike must come for water? God thinks Mary into being, suspended at the apogee of the golden dome. She curls in a brown pod and inside her the mind of Christ, cloaked in blood, lodges and begins to grow. I was born and raised Catholic, but I never celebrated Advent. It was a mystery uh, that I did never learned about growing up Catholic. But today for me, it is the holiest season of the liturgical year. As a Unitarian Universalist minister, I discovered Advent and immersed myself in the congregations that I served, whether they liked it or not, in the light of the four Sunday candles and the Christmas Eve centering candle. After election 2016, do you remember that? Many of my colleagues of the Christian spiritual leaning posted on social media. They could not wait for Advent to come to soothe their withering souls in these hard times. Too much world history surfaced proceeding up to the election. 16 years ago, I bought this little book called Watch for the Light, Readings of Advent, and it's published by Mary Knoll, once a Catholic, always a Catholic, I suppose. <laughs> Randomly, over the years, I turned to one of the essays for nourishment and challenge of my conscience. This year, I stopped at Jane Kenyon's poem, or rather, Jane Kenyon's poem stopped at me. It is odd how I can pass by things until I have need of them. In her poem, Mosaic of the Nativity, Serbian Winter 1993, only three stanzas, 22 lines, she writes about why Advent why the season of growing light to guide intention for our lives to explore what we are being called to do and to be in times such as this. Kenya stands the one says, God is thinking, why when I created this world for joy, the joy that Mary Oliver writes about, the joy that Kathleen Norris, Norris cha uh, challenges us with, do they do what they do? Who is the they? It is us. I'm not blaming you. I'm in it. But it's all of us. 
in how we live our lives, and that's where the intention comes in later. Kenyon stanza two, evil is nothing new. You know, in my faith, Unitarian Universalism, as I was growing in it, you didn't use the word evil. Everybody was a bad person. Hitler was a bad person. Well, I'm not there anymore. Because evil is in our war battlefields down and up the centuries from Troy to Serbia and beyond. Evil is the poverty we allow to happen, which Charles, Dar Charles Dickens a century and a half more ago called us to be ashamed for in A Christmas Carol. Evil is how we diminish those who fall in the category of the other black, poor, white, Muslim woman. You could fill in the blanks. That's evil. Evil is Serbia, winter 1993, in which Kenyon grounds her poem in specificity, and many of us in here I see are old enough to know 1993 Serbia, so I won't go into that. But this would not be a spiritual message if I leave you with evil as the final word, because evil is never the final word. It would not be an Advent message, and religion would not matter in a message like that, nor would poetry, another form of religion. Kenyon's first stanza is about blessing, the blessings we were meant to have. The second is about evil, but the third stanza, her progression, is about the growing light and hope that grows with the growing light. Kenyon continues, God thinks Mary into being and Mary curls in a brown pod, and inside her the mind of Christ lodges and begins to grow. Elsewhere, Kenyon writes, heedless power and pride threaten our world, but with a child, a baby, we begin again in innocence, and we wait, we wait, in anticipation and expectation for an indication that the idea of what that baby is about might grow inside of us. And it's this season that is the nurturing place, mostly. So I say to you this morning, I don't know your theologies, whether you believe in God or not, or what God you believe in. Whether you believe in Christ or not, or what Christ you believe in. Whether you believe in Mary or not, or what Mary you believe in. Amid the darkness of the days and events in the days, there is a truth to this season. It is the truth that ultimately, goodness lodges in us and grows as Mary's child grows day by day, if we would let it. And that truth is as ancient as is ancient. And a light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome it, never. No. Amen. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now I would invite you to stand as you are able, and join in singing, People look east, the time is near. You can find it on page five in your bulletin. <coughs> unto you. May the Lord look upon you with loving kindness and grant you peace. Amen. Amen. 